This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with the Australian Museum of Democracy. Curious kids, teachers and parents can learn more about Aussie democracy, civics and history by searching the Museum of Australian Democracy. Hello there and welcome to episode four of the sensational world of civics. I'm Bryce Corbett. Now, before you start rolling your eyes at the thought of a whole podcast series about civics and democracy, total snooze fest, right? Stop and think about this for a moment. How our government works and the decisions it makes reaches into almost every part of our everyday lives. How and why you go to school, the sports you play, the roads you drive on, the hospitals you rely on, the kind of society you're going to grow up and live in. So, settle in as we explore the history of Australian democracy and pull apart how our system of government works. It'll be heaps more fun than it sounds, I promise. In the previous three episodes, we've explored how Australia became a country why Canberra was chosen as the capital, why we have elections and how they work, and what our politicians actually do in that big building they call Parliament House. In this final episode, we'll explain how you can become involved in our political process and why it's important that you do. And to guide us on this journey, I'm delighted to welcome to the Squiz Kids Hot Seat, Stephanie Smith from the Museum of Australian Democracy in Canberra. Steph, welcome back. Hello, Bryce. It's so great to be with you again. It's great to have you back. How do I get involved? So, Steph, today we are talking about how young people can get involved in our democracy and have their say. But we all know that unless you're 18, you can't actually vote. So how else can young people participate? You are absolutely right, Bryce. Voting is such an important part of our democracy. And there's even talk about lowering the voting age to 16. Now, besides voting, there are plenty of other ways that young people can participate and have their voice heard in the conversation. This includes things like protesting. What do we want? Climate justice. What do we want there? Now. What Many do we want? will Climate have seen people of all ages out marching on the streets with signs and banners drawing attention to important issues. But you can also sign a petition or write letters to your local state or federal member about an issue that you wish to draw their attention to. So depending on the issue will depend on who you need to contact. So if you feel strongly about something and you want our government to know about it, anyone can write a letter or contact their federal member no matter how young they might be. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Bryce. So members of parliament are every citizen's direct line to Canberra. So they're elected to represent their community. And even as a young person, you can have an impact on the decisions that governments make and even the sorts of things they talk about by directly contacting them. Oh, hello. In fact, last year, as part of the Raise Our Voice, Australia's Youth Voice in Parliament campaign, young people from across the country wrote responses to a question, what do you want Australia to look like in 20 years? 
and many of our MPs and Senators use their time in Parliament to read out speeches from young people on lots of topical issues like equality and sustainability, women's rights, healthcare, mental health, so many topics. So these are speeches that kids, Aussie kids, had written and sent to their local federal member of parliament and those speeches were read out in Parliament House. That's amazing. Yeah, they even had record numbers sent in. Um, And only a select few were read on the day, but you can absolutely look up um, Raise Your Voice and find the rest of the collection if young people would like to have a look at those. What can I do at home? So, Steph, is there anything young people can do within their school or local community to create positive change? Bryce, there are so many simple ways that young people can be part of creating a better world for all of us. They can join community groups. Uh, There are so many little things that listeners can do at home, like reducing the amount of single or problematic plastics that they use. Oh, yeah, of course, like in our lunchboxes, for example. Yes, that's such a simple way. So this is a really great starting point. Other simple Mm. initiatives might include planting more native plants to encourage wildlife or, one of my favourites, making an insect home. Um, They could also consider upcycling tin cans or plastic bottles or jars to help reduce the waste and that makes for some really interesting backyard projects. Sure does. And what are some other ways that kids can get political? They can simply share an issue that they are passionate about by perhaps wearing their cause, like designing a badge or a T-shirt or even an artwork to show an interest in an issue. They're a clear visual message with a really good slogan and design can be incredibly eye-catching. So I think young people can use their skills that they already have. You might also be interested in photography or writing. So really think about a way you could create a message and connect with others using the skills you already have. But I'm just one person. Now, while all of this sounds great, the idea of getting governments to do what we want sounds a little bit overwhelming as well. We want to inspire our listeners, Steph. Do you have a specific example of a young person contributing to change? Many of your listeners will have heard of Greta Thunberg, I'm sure, Bryce. Um, A young person, for those who don't know, in Sweden who started a global movement by sitting outside Sweden's parliament with a sign every Friday for months on end. Yeah. Yeah. This was drew significant attention globally, resulting in many other people joining the cause, young and old, to protest about climate change. Greta is amazing and an amazing example of what one single person, no matter how small she might be, can achieve. So I have another one for you, Bryce. Oh, yeah. There's also an Australian, um, and some of your listeners may know this name, Molly Steer, who was a primary school-age girl. Do you remember? Yes, I do. She's from Cairns in northern Australia. She was only seven at the time when she started a campaign to remove plastic drinking straws from Australian school tuck shops. You're absolutely right. People and companies have completely changed their behaviour when it comes to drinking straws. They now use paper straws, metal straws, or perhaps don't use a straw at all. 
What can I do at home? That's an excellent question, Steph. Where do young people start if they want to get political? Well, I would highly recommend starting with your passions and issues which are important to you. It's great to think about the big picture like sustainability, discrimination and equality, but then bring it back to where you are. Create achievable goals. How can you make change in your classroom, in your school, in your local community? Great ideas. What else can kids do? Well, I would also recommend a little bit of research. So really simple things you can do is identify who is your federal member of parliament. Nice to meet you. Where is their office located in your local town? Is there an email address that you can write to them at? Or do they have a website or a Facebook page that lists the community meetings they are holding? It's really important to know about what issues they're campaigning about, but also what issues you should be telling them about. That is so true. I am inspired and I hope Squiz Kids are too. A quick message now from our partner, the Australian Museum of Democracy. Civics is a big topic. There's way more to explore than can fit into this small episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit their website. They've got lots of classroom activities on Aussie history and government and media, as well as tons of information to support young changemakers like you. Better yet, visit them in person at the place it all began, Old Parliament House in Canberra. Just search the Museum of Australian Democracy. Thanks, Steph. That's been awesome. Thank you, Bryce. It has been an absolute pleasure. Well, kids, that is all we have time for. I hope you've enjoyed this special series on civics. Civics is the study of the rights and duties of citizens, and we are all citizens, you, me, Steph, everyone. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll grow up to work in federal parliament, or maybe you'll become prime minister. Just remember that everything is possible, kids, because this country and the democracy within it belongs to you. This is Bryce Corbett signing off and reminding you all, as ever, to get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.